It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And here we are. Welcome back to the working week. God, it's Monday. Uh, Carcon Carne. Here I am. I'm James Van Osdell. Doing this from home. From home. This is episode 487. This is my 170th from right here in what I laughingly call my home office for quarantine con carne. My guest tonight, last time I talked to him uh, in person, it was on this very podcast. It was back in March 2019. Episode 215, a year and a half ago. That just shows where things are, or how things have moved forward. Uh, <laughs> 5,000 years ago. 5,000 years ago. This is Blind Adam of Blind Adam and the <laughs> Federal League. Love this man's music and uh, the band. And, you know, we talked last time, Adam, when you were in my car about you being a socially conscious musician. Pandemic hit this year. A lot of people retreated hunkered down uh you were one of those guys who to me per, i perceived it as running toward the metaphorical fire you were one of those guys who raised a flag and said i, I want to do right by people i want to help out you were you were kind of everywhere doing everything you could for the community uh yeah i think um i don't know when 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 it happened we had like a really cool year of rock and roll music set up. We were like, I've been playing music to some degree, uh, to some serious degree, I'd say since I was in high school. And this was the best I'd ever been set up. My, my band and I to uh, travel around the country and play some pretty big festivals. And we had just recorded a full length uh, produced by Chris number two from anti-flag and we're like ready to hit the ground running with that. And we've always tried to tie in some kind of like social justice work with our music, um, whether it's organizations tabling at our shows or we'll try to donate or whatever, um, whatever we can do to spread a message of not only like what to pay attention to maybe, but how to get involved in it and do something about it rather than just be angry about it. And so um, our friend, Joe Tassoni, who owns Mystery Street Studio in uh, Lincoln Park, um, he mastered the new record. He recorded the seven inch, the Mansions on the Boulevard seven inch that uh, we did the podcast release interview for. Uh -huh. um, yeah, uh, he he and I grew up going to punk shows together. We actually met at an anti flag show nice. uh, when we were like fourteen, um, and then uh, we played we played with anti-flag back in December at Reggie's and we were raising money. $1 from every ticket went to the night ministry and uh, they had a table set up and we had worked with them a few times. And um, as soon as the pandemic hit, it was like, okay, we have to cancel all these shows, but we still want to be active in music. So what can we do? And uh, I talked to our friends at night ministry and they were going to, they needed a lot of help. They were really worried about, uh, testing and PPE and um, all kinds of healthcare needs. They serve all kinds of uh, poor and houseless folks in Chicago. Um, so we set up this weekly live stream uh, to raise money for the night ministry at first. And we raised like $3,000 for them. That's awesome. in the first three episodes. Yeah. 
then then we worked with another organization called Indie Lab in Virginia. It's an independent science lab that was manufacturing uh, like innovative PPE with a 3D printer. And they had some of the first uh, rapid results test kits that they were just distributing around Virginia and the East Coast. So we raised like a couple of grand for them. And then uh, Brave Space Alliance, who is uh, like a black and queer led organization out of Hyde Park. And they do a ton of mutual aid work. And they've been distributing, they've fed tens of thousands of people in the city on a weekly basis uh, since the pandemic started. So we try to support them too. And we have <laughs> since, I'm uh, sorry, I'm rambling, but there's a lot. Uh, since <laughs> then, a lot. we started an organization. It's not even an organization, really. It's just a project with our friend, uh, Jeff Schaller. He's got a cool band called Jeff Schaller on the long way home. Uh, Brave Space was looking for help. Um, with some supplies and we have a tour van that we can't tour in and a bunch of people that like our music and want to help support. So we just asked if we could raise money for people to send us money on Venmo and we'd fill up the van with supplies from the list that they were asking for. So we raised so much money and Dante's tavern in, uh, um, in Humboldt park wanted to get involved. So we were like, okay, we'll do the supply run. And then with this money left over, we'll just, support our our friend's business who is suffering right now because of COVID. And we bought, we put in like a $600 pizza order and delivered it to a bunch of the homeless encampments up on the Northwest side. And we, that started in July and we've been doing it every week since then. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so you've certainly been keeping busy during the pandemic. Yeah. I, yeah. I have to, otherwise I lose my mind. I, I feel the same way. I, I, I I don't like to put too much routine around my day. I, I like to have flexibility, but I like to have things I can look forward to or things to distract me, uh, you know, hobbies, whatever. I, I'm trying to teach myself guitar. How's it going? Uh, it's hard. It is hard. <laughs> it takes some time. I, I hate, <laughs> yeah. The F chord is, is the hardest thing I'm trying to learn right now. Like, yeah. I can do it if that's if that's the Your hands only start to cramp up when you get the bar chord going. Uh, totally, I, I can do. The, I can finally get every string to ring out. But I, yeah. if, I if I the F chord's the only th the only thing I play, I'm fine. If I have to actually change chords, forget it. I just, I can only play the F chord, but I can't change to or from the F chord. I'll get that. That means you just have to yeah do it over and over again. The repetition, it's frustrating. And that's why I got to a point where I could like play the rhythm guitar parts from rancid songs and I haven't gotten any better since then. So I was like, all right, this is, if I want to continue to progress, it's going to, I'm going to be very frustrated. One question back to your music. One question I've asked a couple of musicians over the past six months, 12 months, does it seem like not enough bands have been making political music during this period? It seems like the time is right to create political, political music, but not a lot of music's coming out. I mean, anti-flag you mentioned, uh, yeah. you've got, you've got a fantastic playlist on Spotify of all your forebears. You've got Billy Bragg and John Prine and the clash and Pete Seeger and public enemy, but it seems like this is the era. And, you know, I think about rise against, uh, I think about anti-flag, but I feel like there should be more or am I just not hearing it all? Um, I, I think there should be more. And I think you're not hearing it all. I, I think both things are true. I think I'm not hearing it all either. You know, some of the songs on the playlist I had heard for the first time when Ellie put them on or when Alex put them on, you know, and uh, I have, there's actually been some really solid music coming out of the like, like traditional country world. Um, 
I don't know if you're familiar with Tyler Childers, but Sergio Simpson produced his last album and he was on tour with Sergio right before, like as the pandemic was really starting to take effect. Um, he grew up in like the hills of Eastern Kentucky and Appalachia. And uh, he just put out, I think it's a seven track fiddle album. And the last song is called long violent history. And that's the only song that's not an instrumental and it's a really pointed song. And I think it's, it's something that everyone should check out. Um, and then uh, there's a, like a black folk singer named Trey Burt that has a really beautiful song called under the devil's knee. Um, I think that's, that's probably the best song I've heard this year uh, that's come from all this. Um, but then yeah, strike anywhere, put out a new record in, july that has a really cool song on it called the um I think it's called the bells and the end of it it's like a sing-along chorus that says no one forgets and no one remembers at all until monuments fall and uh and there's a there's there's a ton that i don't even know about you know I mean, people send me stuff and uh but the, the new anti-flag record is really good mm-hmm. uh, I, agree. I mean they've been so consistent in in their message but they're like the message has been consistent, but they've grown as musicians and songwriters so much. It's they have like an interesting catalog to listen to. I agree. And they're awesome at Riot Fest. I, it's, I, was, about to, I was about to say a couple of years ago, but it was just last year. Because time means nothing anymore. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they opened. They were they were like one of the first headliners to play on the first day of Riot Fest last year. And it it that feels seems like five years ago. Yeah. God, I was, I was yeah. fresh out of high school when that when that show happened. I, I don't. It, it's all just a blur at this point. It is. Because again, I've been sitting in this exact space for twelve hours a day for eight months. This is all I've done. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah, insane. man. Yeah, I I worked for a logistics company, and uh, March eighteenth, I think, was my last day in the office, and I I didn't even take everything out of my desk because I was like, oh, I'll be back in a month, maybe two if it's Same bad. Thing. Yeah, and it's just gotten worse. I, I did have those panic attacks over the past few months. Did I leave food in my desk? <laughs> I I think I did. I had to go back and pick up a package like three weeks later. And uh, someone had gone. I could tell like one of the cleaning staff had gone through my desk because it, it probably smelled bad. I think I left a sandwich in there. I, th- I think at, <laughs> at my worst, I may have left some Oreos in there, but they would have been sealed. And we're fine. Maybe a pack. Yeah, those will last like a you know another ten thousand years. Exactly right. So a few months ago, I got to hear what will be the next Blind Adam in the Federal League album, an act of desperation. This is I don't want to say a casualty. It's been a result of COVID nineteen. This new album, which is really good, is on hold. It's just yeah. kind of, it's waiting on the, at the starting block for the for the gun to go off to to hit the track. Uh, yeah, when I sent it to you, we were about maybe two weeks away from announcing it. And then maybe three, maybe, you know, we, we were close. And yeah, that was 10 years ago now. All right. So here's the deal. I, I don't want to talk about the songs in the album because people can't hear them. Mm-hmm. But let's just agree that when these songs are widely available, let's do another interview so we can go in depth. I, I, oh, yeah, I, I'd love to. I, I want to talk about Don't Make It Home and some of these other songs, but doesn't make sense to talk about something that no one can actually listen to except except for the title track yes Uh, yeah that that was released just over two weeks ago and we 
it wasn't it wasn't like a contentious argument with the label but they wanted to wait to release singles until you know closer to the release date and be on a pretty traditional release cycle which is understandable but we just wanted to get that song out before the election and the song is an act of desperation yeah and it makes sense to me and this is i mean having heard the album this is the least likely single on the album but it's the most timely and appropriate song to put out in the universe right now that's i mean yeah if you hear this if like and I, I encourage everyone the the video is really cool our friend nick leffler did the video he did a he great did a job. comic yeah he, he really did um and he did a comic book for us for a song on our last album called uncle tommy um if you don't james if you don't have one of those yet i will put one aside for you bless uh, you because you know I'm a, I'm a total comic book nerd and a blind adam nerd it's a I, really cool I, comic book hang on not far from where I'm sitting right now, Adam of Blind Adam in the Federal League. I have an old Phantom Stranger comic book. Oh, wow. 1970s. Yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. You're talking to the right guy. Yeah. Sign me yeah, up for so the Blind did, Adam comic book. He did like, it's, it's basically the Uncle Tommy song, like the lyrics of the song are the dialogue in the, in the book. And then it's like a five or six page comic book that just follows that story. And so we collaborated on this music video as well. And, uh, we had the the video was that song was supposed to be the second or third single. The record was supposed to come out probably in June, and we figured we would have released a couple others, and then that one would come out like in I don't know sometime September or October, and uh, we'd kind of like let the album be for a few months and then throw that one out before the election. And so the video has been ready since July, and we've just been like waiting and trying to figure out when we could release it. And then eventually we were like, it's, we have to do this. We can't sit on this until, you know, February or something. It doesn't make sense to release it then. Well, and the scenario you described, that's the world we lived. I mean, even before COVID, the rules about releasing music and the timing and all that, that's all been upended. I, you yeah. can have a plan or a marketing direction, but sometimes the, the world dictates how these things should happen. COVID certainly upended the upending that happened before that and there are no rules we're all trying to figure out ways right. to cut through this and i think this was absolutely the right the right play yeah thank you um yeah we talked i mean i, I even asked you uh, a few months ago you know i, I was kind of looking to get your insight and you encouraged us to release material and like we're gonna i think we're gonna work on some cool stuff over the winter that we can kind of release separate from the album maybe like a little you know, home recording of like a cover ZP. And um, I have some, I have some friends in like the Chicago honky tonk scene and uh, some, uh, a friend of mine named Gorgeous George, he plays in a band called Wild Earp and the Free For Alls. He's one of those dudes that could pick up any instrument and play it pretty well. And uh, he's real good with Irish folk music in particular and like old Americana stuff. So I think we might That's rework. Cool. Yeah. Some of our other songs and like more traditional folk arrangements, just, because we don't have anything else to do. And I think it'd be a fun project. Well, see, and this is what I love about blind Adam and the federal league musically, you're able to kind of straddle all those worlds and, and make something of it. Yeah. You've got that country vibe, the Americana you can play in the world of honky tonk. If you, if you did an album of fiddle music, no one would, you know, think twice about it. Oh, that's just blind Adam and the federal league. That's what they're doing now. You could go straight up punk. I love the position you've created for yourself. You, I mean, it's, it's American music. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's it, you know, I think our first record, we were kind of trying to 
figure that out a little bit. And sure, um, I, I think, you know, I, I love that album and I'm proud of it, but we recorded it before we ever even played a single show. And uh, we've had a few lineup changes and Alex has been playing bass since the very beginning and him and I are like the two, you know, steady band members throughout. Like if, if you listen to that first record, the seven inch and then what will be the new record. But, you know, having Ellie on lead guitar is amazing. The guitar playing on the new record is, and I don't mean to, I don't mean to pat myself and my own band on the back too hard, but it's some of the coolest guitar playing I've heard on like a modern rock and roll record. That's uh, good. You should be inspired by the stuff you're doing. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's, I think a lot of people are really going to enjoy that. And the guitar player on the first record is a very good guitar player and a good friend of mine. Um, but we also got a chance. So we went out to Pittsburgh. We sent Chris demos um, maybe about three weeks in advance. They were in the studio tracking 2020 vision and well, I was sending him demos and he was like, I will listen to these when we're done. I got to get home first and I can't be listening to your record or your demos while we're tracking our record, which is understandable. And uh, so he got home and listened through uh, maybe for like a week. And then we went out there in August for two days and just went through the entire, you know, 12 songs or whatever that we had at the time and kind of picked out the, the 10 best that we liked and kind of worked you know, worked a few ideas into full songs and then made demos of that and went home for two months and came back and we, we knocked the whole record out in a week. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. Was- so if for people who want to uh, hear the way you sound right now in active desperation, it is acoustic. It is as timely as the headlines you'll read on any website or newspaper today. Uh, video is great in active desperation. It's streaming everywhere. Uh, new album. It's ready to go. That's it's just, it's just waiting, waiting to be called in. And, and I think we're looking at like mid to late March is okay. the timeline that they gave us now. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to play some shows, you know, in the early summer, at least. Well, you certainly know how to do streaming shows if that doesn't happen. Yeah, we're, we're going to work on bringing that back. So when, when we do, I'll let you know. Um, and we'll, we'll put up our social media. Uh, up, we'll update our social media with all that information. We're gonna, we were doing a weekly live stream. We did that for nine weeks and burnt ourselves out. Sure, I think we're going to sure. do a monthly. We might do like a monthly series now through the winter. Isn't that funny? So, you start doing the live stream series. You think, yeah, we'll do this for a few weeks. Then you know, two and a half months later. Yeah. It's kind of like saying, I'm going to do this podcast from home every night. Right. Give it, give it a couple of weeks. Everything will be back to normal Eight <laughs> months later. Here we are. Uh, yeah, so man. this coming Friday, uh, I love these, these days it's band camp day. This is when all the fees associated with selling merch on Bandcamp go directly to the artist. And I always encourage people if they want to support independent artists, want to support local artists. Bandcamp day is a great day to do it. Blind Adam and the federal league are on Bandcamp. uh, Buy, buy some, buy a CD, buy some streaming music. It's all there, uh, including the new song. And if you could actually, if I'm going to plug one thing, um, we just got a bunch of face masks and they have the logo from the new record, which is really cool. And then on the other side, it says destroy fascism. And the proceeds from that are going to help our friends at Brave Space Alliance. Right on. There's that socially conscious. I mean, you really do walk the walk. And I love that about you. You, you are yeah. totally legit, Adam. So are you. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for doing this. And thank you everybody for watching. 
And we're going to wrap up the live stream here.